This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Controversy after many Amish cell phone users were outed down in the States. They did a test of like the emergency alert system. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's cell phones went off <laughs> with like a loud whamp, whamp, whamp. Over and over again. Do you have the noise there, Jim? Yeah, I think some people were filming in public when it went off, so that's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, basically, over it. and over and over yeah. again. So imagine being an Amish person who is hiding the fact that you're using a cell phone. It's in your pocket, and suddenly, as you're raising the barn, <laughs> everyone's head turns towards you. Yeah. <laughs> Jebediah? What is that? <laughs> it's the devil! <laughs> it's not me, it's Ezekiel. <laughs> it's his phone. So, yeah, Amish people were uh, were not happy about that, and they are now saying if you are Amish using a cell phone, keep your ears open for the next time they're going to do this, because you can't control the volume. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Your phone, If your phone's silent, it will still make the noise. I mean, if you turn it off, that's one way to do it. That's, but what, that's what you got to do. Turn her off. You got to dig a hole in your backyard, bury your cell phone in there, use it once a month. Members of the Amish community in Ohio have been shunned by their church after the recent test of the emergency alert system. It's hard to kind of keep track because there's different spectrum of technology that Amish people will allow like different communities will allow different things some will allow cars some will allow landlines but sometimes the landline has to be at the end of your laneway it is common for Amish communities to allow the use of telephones but they do not allow them in the home yeah so it'll be at the like by the road according to Ohio's Amish uh, country website the Amish are adverse to any technology which they feel weakens the family structure, and I guess that includes cell phones. I don't disagree. I've seen a lot of dads <laughs> not paying attention to their kids and looking at their phones <laughs> over the years. And vice versa. Sure. You know, yeah. you, you, you let the cell phones at the come to the dinner table? No, there's a reason for that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just a warning for... Can, are the Amish listening to the radio? They're, they are, but secretly. Hey, we got your back, but keep your, we'll, we'll let you know if they're doing another one of these yeah, tests, yeah, yeah. all right? So keep secretly listening to the Taz and Jim show. The Taz and Jim podcast. There's elections going on over in Austria right now, and one of their newer political parties getting a lot of attention. Have you heard about the beer party? No, I'm in. They have my vote. <laughs> Uh, so years ago, the beer party was launched in Austria as a joke, basically. Uh-huh. However, they have since gained traction and now are one of the top three political parties in that country. Amazing. They have made some promises if their party ends up getting power. Uh, number four, they're going to replace Vienna's iconic fountain with one that sprays beer instead of water. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. What a tourist destination. They will allow bars to stay open 24-7. Whoa. Okay. Risky. They want to eliminate taxes on beer that is served in bars and restaurants. Brilliant. And you know how they're going to make up for that revenue? How? By taxing the other drinks that aren't as good as beer. 
more. So if you ordered a mixed drink, yeah. you'd be paying twice the tax. Oh, this is still alcohol. I was thinking milk. If you order milk, it's $17 a glass. <laughs> and the uh, the biggest promise the beer party is making in Austria, one free keg per month for every adult in Vienna. Per month? Kids get half a keg. <laughs> That's just a pony keg for the Wii. Now, you are children. allowed to start drinking beer at age 16 in Austria. So I, I don't know if it's, by kids they mean the 16-year-olds. Yeah. Or if you're a parent with kids, you might need a little extra beer so you get half a keg. I think what they do... To help get you through it. They put it in like a uh, trust fund, if you will, until the kid turns 16. So when you turn 16, you have 32K, whatever it would be. And if you want to do some underage drinking, you're going to go ha- have to go put your face in the fountain yeah. in Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> the election is two years away, but if it was held today, according to polling, a lot of the members would be elected <laughs> in Austria from the beer party. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Right now, Jim, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I know you are conspiracy-minded. Question out there, did someone in Colorado get cell phone camera footage of Bigfoot taking a dump on the side of a mountain? Hmm. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Go get the refuse, too. Have you Put seen, it in a museum. Have you seen the, the video in question? Yes. It might be one of the worst Bigfoot videos I've ever seen because it's clearly a human. There's people riding on a train. This happened over the weekend in Colorado. This is a very remote area where there's not a lot of roads in or out. So um, how did a person get in there, Jim? But how did they get uh, an ATV? <laughs> but there's uh, there's people who notice something moving uh, on the side of this mountain, and they start filming. They get very excited. An elusive creature. I just squatted down. Yeah, let me see your camera. I'll do it. And it does look like a big hairy beast lumbering along, and then he takes a sit, which. I said sit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it does look like he's doing the other thing. Possibly. But it looks like he's crouching down in a bush to get back into this camouflage state. Like it maybe the guy maybe the creature You think he's a hunter in one of those suits, those camo suits. I think I had to google what they're called, but they're called ghillie suits, the one that actually have not just the pattern but like the brush hanging off of them. Yes. Uh, so that's clearly what it is. And then like I zoomed in on the video and you can clearly see the shadow from a guy wearing a jacket. Like just look at it. That's you can see the shadow rim around his waist where as he's moving, it's clearly the shadow of a jacket and you can see his pant leg. So, and Bigfoot, you don't think has evolved to the point where he could be wearing clothes as well, Jim? <laughs> maybe he found some clothes. Yeah. Maybe Bigfoot is a bald humanoid. <laughs> Who wears hairy suits? <laughs> Bigfoot got male pattern baldness yeah, recently. To the best of us. <laughs> uh, no. So you're you're saying BS? Yeah, it's it's the it's it's the one of the worst videos I've seen, honestly. In a world with high definition cameras, it's not the best. Yeah, it's it's clearly a zoom in. <laughs> it's it's hey, whoever spotted him still has skills, like because yeah. he's so camouflaged. But it's, it's it's definitely a person. It's fun to check out if you want to see that Bigfoot, maybe Bigfoot taking a a crunch. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Uh, Jim, you're just posting a movie trailer 
on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. What do you got? I've got the new Joker trailer. Joker 2 with Joaquin Phoenix is out. Joker folie à deux? I wasn't sure if I was on the French page or, <laughs> you know, sometimes like the, uh, the bootleg trailer is yeah, like from you, another country. You get the wrong, yeah, you click on the France trailer instead yeah. of the North America trailer. No, that's the name of the movie. Which I think means revenge. Folie à deux? That means two. Duh is two. Because I saw another one that said revenge on it. Okay, now what is folie? <laughs> You're Look the French guy. Okay, I'm the French guy. I got 17% in grade nine uh, French, and they gave me a French exemption. I never had to take it again. <laughs> I thought a French exemption meant you were really good. <laughs> no, I was so bad. They're like... He's a lost cause. Don't make him take French anymore. Okay, so fully adieu. Actually, I thought it meant revenge. No, it turns out it means delusion or mental illness shared by two people in close association. Well, that sounds like it makes sense then. Uh, the trailer features not only Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, but you got Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. So you're Gotham City has truly lost its way. The Joker is out there. And he's not alone anymore. He's got a girlfriend to stop them! There you go, Jim. The latest song that they've slowed down and made more dramatic for a movie trailer. They're doing it with songs that came out a couple years ago now. Billie yeah. Eilish, Bad Guy. Okay, a little on the nose, but we get it. They're, they're making songs that are already super dramatic even more dramatic. <laughs> Not just using old classic rock songs. Yeah, yeah. Sign of the times. I don't know. I didn't really see much in the trailer. I was kind of hoping if they were going to do a sequel to this movie, like Batman or something would make an appearance, but it's still just going to be Joker it and Harley Quinn, I guess. It looks like a love story, and there's rumors that it's actually a musical. Holy cow. A lot going on there. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga, she's not a bad actress. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I need to see her sing in a Joker movie. <laughs> this isn't A Star is Born. But I, I would like to see, like, I picture it I, I, based on nothing, like a Bonnie and Clyde type story. That's what I'm picturing in my mind, which would be cool. Well, it comes out a year from now, Jim. Oh. So you got some time to wait. Mm -hmm. But the trailer is out now, and it's on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you want to check it out. Toronto Maple Leafs last night, first game of the regular season, they beat the Habs 6-5. Really got to take that new goal song for a whirl, didn't they? <laughs> That's for sure. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. I, I didn't understand it was the new goal song. They kept on saying, Kid Cuddy, Kid Cuddy. I was like, why is everybody tweeting about Kid Cuddy at the Leafs game? Well, let's remind everyone what the goal song has been for the past few years. Uh, I, I'm a big Hollow Notes guy, so I do enjoy this song. I, it's a popular song. It's a everybody it's knows it. It's a fun it's song. It's upbeat. To me, it just reminds me of like an '80s montage of people trying on new outfits <laughs> at the mall. You know what I mean? Or it's like 
We're going to save this theater. Now let's get to work. Yeah, and all the teens grab a broom. And yeah, <laughs> sweeping up and we're painting with the yeah. paint rollers. And then you take the paintbrush and you dab it on your friend's face. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> So not what I would call a pump-up song. No, it's a, it's a fun song. Also, as a Hall & Oates aficionado, I was kind of offended by them using this song because I couldn't enjoy it as just a great 80s jam anymore. Every time I heard it, I thought about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Which isn't the way I think Oates or Hall intended the song to be listened to. Think they're more Rangers fans or something? <laughs> So what is the new jam? Kid Cudi. I, I know some of Kid Cudi's tracks. Yeah. And this one was kind of a crossover rock hit, but maybe 15 years ago, we did play it on a radio station briefly. It was kind of a crossover hit. Pursuit of Happiness, but not the original yeah, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness, because there's MGMT I'm on, on that one. Pursuit yeah, yeah. of Happiness, and I know. You know it. But this is the Steve Aoki remix. I'm on the Pursuit of Happiness, and I know. So this is it. This is the one. You can tell it's a remake, remix because they're doing this. <laughs> I thought the CD was skipping, Jim. <laughs> I thought the CD was skipping. I mean, it's not a bad remix. It's not a bad tune. I like. I love the original. But again, like. I don't know if I'm feeling it for the Leafs goal. It could grow on me. It's not bad. It's tough to judge until you're at a game live. They were showing the crowd. The crowd was clapping. And you get the crowd reaction. You feel like the energy in the room Yeah. when the song starts playing. I mean, it is. With the lights flashing, maybe everyone takes their shirts off, puts a soother in their mouth, and starts waving glow sticks around. Yeah, starts sweating profusely. I love you so much, man. Tell me what you know about <laughs> People are passing out. Can I touch your arm? <laughs> I really wish they would have stuck with Hall and & Oates and just did, did Rich Girl or something. It'd be funny if they went through the whole Hall & Oates catalog every right, season. <laughs> we need to make a major change That here. one wasn't working, so we're going to do Maneater. <laughs> Whoa, here she comes. Time for sports. We're joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. So how'd your boys do last night, Dev? 6-5, a shootout win for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was wow. uh, <laughs> quite the game. <laughs> if this is what the entire season is going to be like, uh, strap in, Leafs fans. Because it was fun at times, it was uh, a little, little tough at times. Great game for Austin Matthews. Great game for Austin Matthews. He scored his 300th uh, career goal, now at 302. He is the fastest to 300 goals in Toronto Maple Leaf uh, history. Not his best opening night. That would be 2016 in his first year when he scored four goals. Oh, yeah. Three is still pretty dang good. Pretty good. I was watching the game with a bunch of people, and there was a collective groan when Montreal scored first. So that was a bit of a fluke. I mean, it was good for Montreal to <laughs> capitalize on that. You know, like TJ Brody, you know, blows a tire. Uh, Montreal capitalizes. There were a couple of those plays where there was one for like the fifth goal, I believe, Montreal scored, where there was another like a weird kind of like slip by the Leafs. Uh, but, you know, the Habs did a lot of things you need to do to win hockey games where like they got some luck, but they created their luck. So they pressured the Leafs. They make some mistakes. They put their sticks on the on the ice. They get some tips. They get in front of the net. They score some goals. So the Habs are doing a lot of things that lead to some maybe 
fluky, unusual goals, but you create your own luck. So good for the Habs to do that. You're not going to give them any more credit than you gave them yesterday. You just don't think that the Habs are going to be a good team this season. No, I don't. Like They're they're a level or two below the Leafs, and that's not trying to, to push down the Habs. I think if, if you're a Habs fan and you're looking at this team honestly, they are not in the top tier of contenders where you would put the Leafs. That doesn't mean the Leafs are the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. I wouldn't say that, but the Leafs are are in that category of team. Well, I'm looking at a global news story. Headline is, Pro-Line bettors are putting money on Maple Leafs and Oilers to end their Stanley Cup droughts. Both popular bets right now. I'm sure anyone who bet on the Leafs is feeling a little better than anyone who bet on the Oilers after yesterday. Man, uh, the the Oilers-Canucks game was ugly. 8-1 was the what? final score for the, the Canucks. Canucks? Brock for Bess- the Canucks? For the yeah. Canucks. For the Canucks. Brock Besser had four goals. Speaking of a four-goal opening night, uh, you know, Jack Campbell started this one for the Oilers. They signed him to that huge deal uh, last summer. This is the second year for him. I would. Uh, they, then they brought in Skinner. Like neither goalie looked good for the Oilers uh, last night. They are one of the favorites, as you say, to, you know, to go to go all the way. Connor McDavid can't play goal. You know, he could do pretty much everything else on the ice, but he can't do that. So they got to figure out what they're doing in net because right now, Jack Campbell, uh, Stuart Skinner, they are not the answer. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Thursday, the twelfth which means tomorrow another Friday the 13th, Jim. Mm-hmm. Bad luck around the corner. I like to focus on the positive. A great day to go to Port Dover, right? Sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Somebody, if you're at the camp, if you're at summer camp on Friday the 13th, yeah. bad things happen. I wouldn't be topless near a lake. <laughs> That's just me. But being topless and bottomless near Port Dover, apparently it's the thing to do. We were very excited yesterday to find out uh, about Thong Man. <laughs> we had no idea that Thong Man was such an institution in Port Dover on Friday the 13th. Uh, we got a call from Trucker Jim, who listens to his sh- our show while he's driving around in his truck. He's going to be out there on the street for us tomorrow in Port Dover, talking to the locals and, and getting a feel for the scene. Uh, we mentioned that it's going to be a little chillier for uh, for the ride tomorrow if you're out on your bike. And Trucker Jim said, yeah, I bet Thong Man is going to be very chilly. And we said, wow, what? Who's Thong Man? And he has now moved to the top of your priority list, Trucker Jim. <laughs> you better get him on the phone for us tomorrow. Should be easy enough to spot. <laughs> we did some digging, and this guy is hes a regular in Dover likes to wear different themed thongs, like he puts together little outfits. Here's a Hamilton Spectator article about him from a couple years back, if you Google him. And he's (laughs) on a motorcycle wearing a red cape with a red thong and matching red boots. He's a, Back in 2019, he was 76 years old. Holy moly, this guy is crushing it. So, you know, add a couple years on to that, and hopefully sure. he's doing well and he's ready uh, for the action tomorrow in Dover. 
Well, it's crazy because we posted the photo of the guy. I don't know where I found it. I think I just typed in thong guy poor Dover and there was several options to choose from. And so many comments are saying, oh, I met that guy. He's a legend. Everybody knows this guy if you go to Port Dover for Friday the 13th. A couple of the comments saying, yeah, his wife makes all his thongs for him, <laughs> which is not a sentence I expected. But what, a, what a tandem, yeah. You know, the, the couple that thongs together. <laughs> Belongs to, yeah, together. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Here's a couple of the comments. He looks like Leslie Nielsen. He kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Drebin in a thong on a motorcycle. Oh, boy. Uh, is he street legal to cruise without a license? A lot of the emoji where it's the hands covering the face but peeking through the fingers with yeah. one eye. Train wrecks style. You can't look yeah. away. I have lots of pictures with him. He, everyone loves him, says Jackstrap38. <laughs> People are now posting in the comment section their selfies, the pictures they've taken with him. Here he is as Santa Claus with no bottoms on. <laughs> he just, he's got the coat, the hat, the beard, no pants, just bare butt, obviously a thong. you got to be careful not to get stuck to the seat in the sleigh wearing that outfit. Oh, yeah, if there's a temperature shift. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You gotta be careful. A little moisture down there. <laughs> Things could ice up pretty quickly. Just a crazy old coot looking for attention. I don't know if he's crazy. I think he's just fun. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Okay, today we are playing everyone's favorite game about hiding things. You know it, you love it. It is called Jim. Where they hide it. You got Where'd it. Okay, our contestant on the line. What was your name again, sir? It's uh, Peter LeBlanc. Peter LeBlanc. And you're calling us from? Uh, Norwich. Norwich, Ontario. All right. Listen carefully here, Peter. This is how the game works. I've got three stories about people hiding things, trying to pull a fast one. You uh, correctly identify, pick the, the right multiple choice answer and figure out where they were hiding it enough times, and we'll give you the prize. Now, one of the stories is the Daily Dumper. If you think we are telling you about uh, a person who has hidden an item in their backside region, the Batoks, as some call Mm -hmm. it. In Norwich. Yell out Daily Dumper before we give you the multiple-choice options. Okay. All right? Yep. Let's start with this one. A man in Texas was pulled over yesterday. When police searched his car, they found two kilograms of cocaine in a cereal box. Where'd they hide it? Were they Fruit Loops, <laughs> Count Chocula, or Frosted Flakes? Frosted Flakes. Yes, that's were what Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Makes the most sense, eh? They usually just be flakes. <laughs> Great! You ever seen a you ever seen a tiger clench its jaw? Yeah, oh, yeah. grind its teeth. <laughs> Police in California pulled over a car after seeing it driving around without headlights. They searched the car. They found drugs, including meth, coke, Xanax, and fentanyl, plus a loaded gun. Where'd they hide it? Was all that stuff hidden in a cooler? Was it hidden in a pizza box or hidden in Chinese food takeout containers? Chinese food takeout containers. Ah, no. It was a pizza Uh. box. (laughs) 
Uh, what was it in? A pizza box? Pizza box, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I like to keep mine in a cooler, personally. <laughs> well, it's all together then, right? You yeah. Know, yeah. You don't want to get your Coke all greasy. <laughs> Got yourself a nice oh. Yeti. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Seal it in. Here's the last one, and I think you can figure this one out, Peter. A 45-year-old Kentucky man was pulled over. Another traffic stop gone wrong. Pulled over for having an expired registration. Canine officers alerted were alerted that he was also in possession of a small amount of meth. The Daily Dumper. That is the Daily Dumper, yes. Never good when the canine unit gets called. <laughs> yeah. You won. Yeah, you got two oh, out of three. Cool. Congratulations. You got $100 worth of Lotto 649 tickets. But you're right, Jim. The canine you, dogs are called out and you are keistering something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good news is you're going to clinch a little harder. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Seal it up. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Crazy story. This one's from London as well. Uh, sequence of events that seem to just go sideways. Yes. So a woman lost her cell phone. I don't know how or where, but you know most of these phones have a tracking app on them now. Yeah, so find you can, my phone. You can go to a laptop and you can find out where your phone is. So she does that. She tracks her phone to an area on Dundas Street. Uh, so she approaches the building. And when she knocks on the door, the person answers the door holding her cell phone. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a super recognizable cell phone, but she yeah. goes, hey, I'm pretty sure that's my cell phone. The guy goes, no, it's not. So she reaches out to grab for it. He's already got pepper spray in his hands. Oh, no. So he pepper sprays her in the face. That's when the second male occupant sicked his dog on the woman. So he comes up to the door, says, you know, go get her, uh, Bruno or whatever the dog's name is. So she runs away. She also calls the cops after that, and she says, I saw an axe near the door, a knife. Like, these guys are dangerous. So the cops show up uh, to the residence. Uh, they said that the cell phone was found, so they did find the cell phone, phone, and it was her phone. And that's when the suspects struggle with the police officers, then they get in a fight with the cops. Uh, the dog, once again, is sicked on, on, on the people. So the dog reportedly bit one of the officers. Oh, God. But now both these guys have been uh, arrested. 58-year-old man, 48-year-old man, both of London are now facing a bunch of charges. Crime under 5,000, mischief under 5,000, assault with a weapon, all that good stuff. They're in court in November. You, y'all want to go get your stuff back, but it's dangerous. We've seen this and heard this multiple times in the Taz and Jim listening area. Yes. Where people have gone to get their stolen phone back, their stolen laptop back, and then they end up getting assaulted, even killed in, in some cases. Yeah. I, we can't in good conscience, conscience recommend you doing that, but if you are going to do that, do not go alone, especially right. like as a woman. Like you never know who's going to be in there. Not the best it's idea. Very dangerous. But uh, you can't blame this lady. I mean, you, you don't expect someone to bear spray you or pepper spray you. No, or... but if somebody's willing to, like, if a scumbag is going to steal your cell phone, who knows what else they're capable it's of? True. So you just, especially if they're desperate people with nothing to lose, which generally some of these people are. They've got. They they sometimes would rather be in prison than free because it's easier sometimes. It's it's unfortunate as well that. If you call the police and you say, hey, my cell phone got stolen, you're not very high on the priority list. You almost need to get pepper sprayed and have a dog sicked on you 
in order to have the cop say, okay, this one's now at the top. Yeah, so at least you did get your cell phone phone back. back. She took one for the team and got her phone back. We hope she's doing okay, Mm -hmm. but wild story, and kudos to the police officers who got there and, and got things under control, but that's scary.